Welcome to Lifelines, a radio program of the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation. I'm Matthew Wagner, Education Director of the Federation, and we have a great guest today. But first, the headlines. It's fair, carnival, and festival season again, and pro-life volunteers from our over 40 chapters across the Commonwealth will be at community events in your area throughout the summer to share information about protecting our right to life. Stop by and learn important information about a baby's development in the womb. Or learn about the medical risks of abortion and sign a petition to end the gruesome and horrific practice of dismemberment abortion in Pennsylvania. You can also find out about the vital resources available to women and their families in our state. Our chapters are always looking for volunteers, so if you're interested in becoming a part of our growing pro-life outreach, Email us at lifelines at paprolife.org and learn more about how you can show your local community that there is always a reason to choose life. Be sure to mark Thursday, September 28th on your calendar. That's the date of Pennsylvania's Pro-Life Event of the Year, the 2016 Celebrate Life Banquet in Harrisburg that benefits the life-saving work of the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation. Our keynote speaker this year is Ryan Bomberger. Ryan is an Emmy Award-winning creative professional who founded the Radiance Foundation. He is a broadcast media designer, a columnist, and the author of the book, Not Equal, Civil Rights Gone Wrong. Ryan has a unique perspective on being pro-life since his biological mother was raped, yet chose to continue the pregnancy and allow him to be adopted as a baby and grow up in a loving family. Seating for the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Celebrate Life Banquet is limited, so if you are interested in joining fellow pro-lifers from all over the state, make your reservation now by visiting www.paprolife.org or calling 717-541-0034. And remember, there's always a reason to choose life. Abortion activists like to pretend that their views that abortion should be allowed at any point during pregnancy for any reason is the opinion of a majority of Americans. Not only is that view irrelevant, it is factually incorrect. First of all, what the majority of Americans think about an issue does not determine its morality. Abortion is morally wrong no matter how many people agree with it, and one day our laws will catch up to the moral truth that every life has value. Secondly, the idea that a majority of Americans support abortion is just factually incorrect. A recent Gallup poll found that 68% of those surveyed thought that abortion should be illegal or have certain legal restrictions. Furthermore, only 19% thought that abortion was morally acceptable. At the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation, we celebrate the growing number of people who find abortion unacceptable. We will continue to work for the day when abortion is not just illegal, but unthinkable, because we know that there is always a reason to choose life. Support is a key factor for pregnant women when it comes to having an abortion. According to one study, 62% of women said that they would not have had an abortion if just one person had supported them. That's why pro-lifers are stepping up to offer a helping hand, providing the emotional and physical support that women and their families need to choose life. 
Pregnancy Resource Centers provide free, confidential, and caring support to moms who are struggling to make it on their own. If you or someone you know is pregnant and needs help, call Pennsylvania's Pregnancy Hotline at 1-888-LIFE-AID. You can also find a pregnancy center near you by visiting our website at www.paprolife.org and click on the Pregnant Need Help button. And remember, there's always a reason to choose life. And now to our guest. Sean McGuire is a pro-life advocate and a volunteer with the pro-life organization here in Harrisburg, Undefeated Courage. Welcome, Sean. Well, thank you, Matthew. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you could be here today. Sean, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, how you got involved in the pro-life movement, and maybe a little bit about what Undefeated Courage is. Well, I wanted to piggyback right on what you just said about support. A lot of women don't know that support is available and they don't look for it before they end up at the doorstep of an abortion clinic. So Undefeated Courage is a group of volunteer sidewalk advocates who tell women about the support that is available to them to tell them it's not too late to make a different choice and that there are people who will walk through their entire pregnancy with them and support them every step of the way. Right. It's not just a money-making deal like it is at the abortion centers. Right. Actually, we don't make any money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm a sidewalk advocate. I started doing this in college down in Virginia, going out to the abortion facilities and just telling the women about the care and support that we offer. When I came back home where my family lives here in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, I joined Undefeated Courage at Hillcrest Women's Medical Center in Harrisburg. Um, I've, I've been there, just joined their work. They were already established. They already had um, dozens and dozens of stories of women who had yeah. received the help and support that they offered and turned around and chose life. And I was so glad to join them in that work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you mentioned sidewalk counseling a few times. Can you talk a little bit about what that is, what is what's involved in that? Sure. The, the goal of sidewalk counseling is to be a peaceful, prayerful presence at the abortion facilities. Uh, We call out to the women and men that are going in and tell them, you know, just, hi, my name is Sean. I'm here because I care about you. I'd love to talk with you, hear your story. There are resources available for you. This is not your only choice. Mm. It's not too late to make a different choice. And we're here for you. That's our, that's our, effort to just engage in conversation, welcome them over right. to discuss their options with us, um, and and then from there, go wherever it is that they need to go. And sometimes right. that means leading them to a, a pro-life pregnancy resource center, and sometimes it means just giving them the brochure and, and listening to them. And right. that's all they need is just someone to listen. Right. I think the, the big difference between uh, sidewalk counselors and the pro-life pregnancy centers is just the motivation behind it. You know, we talked about the fact that, you know, these pro-life pregnancy centers, they're not in this to make money. Uh, The sidewalk counselors, you don't get paid to be out there. Um, We're there because we care uh, about not just the babies that the women are carrying, but we care about the women themselves. And it stands in stark contrast to these abortion centers where all they want is they want the woman to come in, give them their money, get their get their baby killed, and get out. 
Um, they they don't care about why the women are there. They they don't want to hear the stories. They just want to be done and and moved on in, uh, in their assembly line of death, I guess you could say. Sadly, that's true. One woman came to us after she had gone inside and got the first pill in the RU486 abortion procedure. She hadn't taken it yet, and she was wrestling with her decision. She came out and talked with us, and in the course of the conversation, she drove away, she came back, she went inside and gave the pill back and said, I, I'm not doing this. That's they would great. not give her a refund. Wow. They charged her the entire price of the abortion, mm. though she didn't receive any service from them whatsoever. That's a shame. It really is. I mean, these a lot of these women are really struggling, and, you know, for them to make that decision and for the abortion center just to take advantage of them like that is just, it's disgusting. But I guess when you're in a environment that just encourages death, it's, it's not, uh, it's not a far leap, I guess, so to speak. Tony, do you have other stories of, of women who have changed their, changed their mind? Yeah, we have, like I said, dozens of stories of women who have changed their minds. Uh, one of the best and most recent is is that this woman came and she was considering having an abortion. She already had a few children and she didn't know how she would take care of more. Found, found out after she left the abortion clinic and went to, I believe she went to Life Choices uh, across the river, she found out she's having twins. Oh, that's and great. They were just born back in February. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. It's those kind of stories that keep you going, I guess, right? Absolutely. Without that kind of reinforcement and reminder of the beauty and joy of new life, I, you couldn't keep going there. Uh, it's it's so sad to see women going in scared and hurting so often alone right. and go through an abortion. And it, that's a tough thing to do, but it's when you see the rewards of, of new life being born, that just makes everything worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know you mentioned a couple times now... You have been involved in sidewalk counseling outside of Hillcrest Women's Center here in Harrisburg. Um, tell us more about your involvement there. So I've been going to the Hillcrest Women's Medical Center. It sounds really nice, but <laughs> the facility is filthy. Yeah. Um, the exterior is just, it shows that it, it's, it's an aged building and it hasn't been kept well. Um, the parking lot's a disaster. At any rate, I've been going there since October. They're open twice a week. They do abortions on Wednesdays and then once a weekend, either a Friday or a Saturday. And when I first started, there were as many as 15 to 30 abortions every week. Mm. In the last few months, that number has dropped to 5 to 10 at most in a week. And that That's has good. been really exciting to see. Just yeah. women are not going here anymore. That's great. And I know uh, we recently got some more good news about Hillcrest. Can you share that with everybody? No women are going to Hillcrest now because the Department <laughs> of Health ordered them to close at the beginning of June. Amen. Yeah, they Hillcrest failed their their health inspection. And so after a few weeks and senators getting involved, the Department of Health ordered their closure. Um, and so it's an indefinite closure for now. We don't know if they will reopen. We're we're praying that they never do. Yep, absolutely. You know, um, it's it's a great thing when one of these abortion centers close because it's a sign that 
people are choosing life and the abortion centers just can't keep their, their doors open um, they, they can't turn a profit so they have to do other things uh, but particularly in the case of, of Hillcrest with some of the uh, atrocities that were that were happening in there the the health inspection back in January found uh, expired medication from years old that were years old uh, medical tests that was that were expired uh, the doc quote-unquote doctor at the facility uh, couldn't prove that he was board certified to to even perform abortions um, there was no there was inadequate staffing no no rn on site i mean the the list goes on and on um, we had one person say that it's kind of you know the second coming of kermit gosnell except mm-hmm. without the severed hands and feet and we haven't been inside so who knows yeah, we haven't seen any scissors yet, um, and we don't know what all has gone on in Hillcrest, but it was the Gosnell Clinic of Harrisburg. And Matthew, you just went through the litany of the violations. It was a 44-page document mm. from the Department of Health Inspection reporting all of these violations, and they violated, I think it was 10 code sections of the Pennsylvania Code for uh, maintaining a health, uh, an abortion facility. This isn't the first time they failed either. They have been inspected annually since 2011, and they right. failed four out of the six times. Mm-hmm. Um, how they managed not to fail when their medication was expired from 2004, I, I don't know, because, right, right. I mean, that's been out of date for all of those years of inspections. And so finally, after all of these four failed inspections, Uh, The Department of Health went in to see if they were actually correcting any of these problems that have been identified, and they'd made an unannounced um, supervisory visit, and Hillcrest had even more expired medications. Hmm. Uh, They apparently got some in from 2009. That's the report I heard. And so the Department of Health ordered them to close immediately. To my knowledge, and after speaking with some people at the State Department, this may be the only time that a health facility has been ordered to close on the spot. And they don't wow. really know the procedure for what comes next because <laughs> it's it's unprecedented to have sure. such flagrant errors that just aren't corrected. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's sad. Abortion advocates try to say that, you know, Gosnell was a aberration. Uh, but we know that that's not the case. Um, there, there's more and more evidence out there that uh, these abortion centers uh, don't do anything to police themselves. Uh, and if it weren't for our 2011 regulations that we passed here in Pennsylvania, uh, Hillcrest and many of these other facilities would would still be open. Uh, you know. It's interesting. A lot of people would say that what uh, what precipitated the closing at at Hillcrest was all these inspections and um, their in, in inability to to meet certain regulations. But I would contend that really what precipitated it was the work of undefeated courage and all the pra- prayers and everything else that that went into uh, into that facility closing. 
Yeah, that's a big part. I, I did want to talk a little bit about the abortionists there as well. Mm. You know, Kermit Gosnell should be a name that is infamous in our country. He's the most prolific serial killer in American history. Right. And that's the abortionist from Philadelphia. Dr. Delhi Thweet is the abortionist here at Hillcrest. He's from Maryland, and he still performs abortions at several other abortion facilities in Maryland to the south. What he did, though, was just he drove in, performed a number of abortions on Wednesdays and then once in a weekend, and he would leave before the patients had even finished recovering. Wow. Total indifference for anyone's well-being. Once he had to leave the clinic early and get something from his car, and a woman was visibly in pain, holding her abdomen as she left the clinic after the abortion, he walked right past her twice without looking at her. Mm. He didn't ask if she was okay. He didn't inquire about how she was doing since she was obviously in pain. Right. And he just demonstrated that he doesn't care. He was in it just to do the work, get done as fast as possible, and then go on. And Undefeated Courage was there, and the volunteers were there to offer that woman real help. Yeah, And absolutely. that's what Undefeated Courage is all about. And that's we great. see the results of it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's interesting, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Sean, but the abortionist there, his health is to the point that he doesn't even drive himself a lot of the times. He has somebody that brings him in. Well, he's getting older. I haven't seen him uh, be driven by anyone else. Okay. He does ride with a companion sometimes, but he usually still does the driving. Okay. So he's he's not a young abortionist, and, and that's a common problem right. for the abortion industry. They're aging abortionists, and they can't find new ones to replace them. So that's exciting. Um, the other abortionist there was McLeod, and he stopped coming... Um, at least a year ago, because he he was getting much older, and I believe he was actually getting sick, and he he may be the one you heard heard about okay. who had okay. someone else drive him. All right, well, let the records show I stand correct. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Sean. We're here with uh, Sean McGuire. Sean's a volunteer with the pregnancy uh, with the with Sean is a volunteer with Undefeated Courage here in Harrisburg. Um, so now that uh, Undefeated Courage has closed. Hillcrest, what's next? Well, we we don't want to take credit for Hillcrest closing. <laughs> we do know that it was a lot of it was the power of prayer to to see that Absolutely. the the effects of prayer were instantaneous. Sometimes, where women uh, actually just left the clinic as we were praying, or as a group came and started praying for for them, they mm-hmm. would walk out and say, "I just had to leave." So we had, we're, we're sure that the uh, Hillcrest Abortion Clinic closed down because of prayer. Now, there is another abortion facility in Harrisburg. It's Planned Parenthood on 2nd Street. Yep. They distribute their RU486 pills every Thursday. So Undefeated Courage has volunteers there okay, every good. week. Good. We also have a chapter in York at the other Planned Parenthood down in York. Okay. And so our volunteers are also there doing this outreach. That's great. Good. Still, while Hillcrest is closed, they haven't spread the word, and they still have clients showing up Hmm. every Wednesday, every weekend. This morning, while this is on a Friday when they were scheduled to have abortions, two clients came looking to have abortions. They they weren't aware that Hillcrest had closed. Wow. So we were there. We were present, and we offered them the resources that we had on hand 
brochures, information, Good. support kits that just let them know about the, the resources available to them at a pregnancy center. Good. So one of the two clients took that information, and we hope and we pray that they, they follow through with it and find the real help that they need. Absolutely. That's great. So if anyone listening wants to get involved in sidewalk counseling in general or even in, with Undefeated Courage specifically, how would they do that? Well, to get involved with Undefeated Courage, you can visit our website, undefeatedcourage.org, mm-hmm. or email us at undefeatedcourage at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, just get in touch with us. We'd love to have volunteers uh, in any capacity. If you want to come and just pray, we have a chapel that actually overlooks the Hillcrest building, or you can pray on the sidewalk with us, or you can actually volunteer with us if you want to go through some training and learn how to do that and what the process is. If you want to get involved generally and you're not from Harrisburg or York, where Undefeated Courage is currently working, uh, I would encourage you to look up uh, Sidewalk Advocates for Life. It's a national organization that coordinates with a lot of sidewalk advocacy groups. Undefeated Courage is an affiliate of Sidewalk Advocates for Life. So visit them, look them up, um, and they will be able to connect you with Uh, a local sidewalk advocacy group. The other option is I got involved mostly because of 40 Days for Life. Look up your local 40 Days for Life um, coordinator. Um, That starts in September. Join the 40 Days for Life group on the sidewalk. Pray with them. And from there, it's easy to just step into sidewalk counseling after that. Great. Now, what would you say in your life has been the biggest blessing of being involved in the pro-life movement well i talked about the the newborn twins um, and other babies that have been born that's a huge blessing sure um i personally have not actually met any of the children who have been born i've seen their pictures i've heard their (laughs) stories um i'm i'm confident that will happen and that will be a huge blessing but what I have seen is the changed hearts and the changed minds and women at the abortion facility. And for me, it's actually been after they had the abortion. Mm. Uh, I've had two different conversations come to mind primarily as huge blessings that these young women were leaving the abortion facility and they were in tears over what had just happened. And they were willing to talk with me and I was present and I was just able to listen and hear them out and hear what they were going through and their heart and the pain. And at the end of those conversations, I was able to share the gospel with them. And in one case, the woman prayed to receive salvation at the doorstep of the abortion clinic, asking forgiveness for what she had just done and receiving the new life in Christ. It was an amazing, an amazing thing. And so it was ordained by God that that he just needed someone to be there. And that was me on that day. And all I had to do was listen and then tell her about Jesus. And he worked in her life. And that was the biggest blessing um, of my sidewalk counseling experience. That's great. Thank you for sharing that story. What would you say on the flip side has been the biggest challenge, so to speak? Well, you get some interesting people at uh, <laughs> at abortion facilities. Uh, some I mean, of they them don't are... all welcome you with open arms, and 
Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, people passing in the street try to bother you with, like, shouted slurs or rude gestures, and I just interpret those as I can't understand what they're saying because they're usually driving past. So sure. I just pretend like they said, hey, God bless you. We love right. you guys. And if they ever point their, their finger up, I'm like, hey, they're just reminding us that Jesus is up there. Yeah, he's with us. There you go. So <laughs> that doesn't bother me. That rolls off my shoulder. Um, what is really difficult is just the quiet continuation of abortion hmm. and, and being proximately close to it and seeing seeing the numbers and seeing sure. women walk in every week. Um, that's the biggest challenge for sidewalk counseling and anyone who's doing this like you have to wrestle with that that the reality that this is happening every day in this country and it can really weigh you down the only way to go through with it and continue doing it is to have the power of christ in you right i have a number of friends who are very pro-life and they're active and they're not christians but the one area of pro-life outreach that they don't do is sidewalk counseling. Right. They do the policy, they do the apologetics, but they're not on the sidewalks. It's too draining. Without a source of of eternal power, right. it's not something that, that can be done for right. more than a few times and, and with a lot of space in between so you can recover. So... Yeah, that's the biggest challenge, but it's also it's also a reminder of my dependence on Christ. Right, absolutely. And I know the times that I've been there, you you get in the car when you're when you're done, and you just want to go take a hazmat shower. Yeah, and yeah. try to you know wash that off of you. It's just it's such a, there's such a uh, feeling of evil around that and. Um, it's it is i mean you you described it as depressing and that's you know that's what it is um but it, it's because of people like you being there and, and providing the help that's that's needed that uh it's so important i mean you're, you're a young man what advice would you give to others who are considering getting involved in the pro-life movement whether it's in sidewalk counseling or on the policy side or you know even if it's just writing a letter to your legislator and letting him know uh, where you stand on uh, on different issues my advice would be to be confident in in where you stand on this we are on the right side yeah. of this issue there, there's no question about that so be confident in whatever it is that you decide to do if you do want to go and do something with the sidewalk counseling aspect, be in prayer. You should be especially in prayer for that. Going into uh, writing a letter or doing uh, public policy or just apologetics, do it wherever you're at. Right now, you have a sphere of influence amongst your friends, amongst your coworkers, with your family. And that influence you have there is something that Nobody else has. It's a unique position that God has placed you in. Yep. So exert that. Your pro-life views, just put them out there. Make people aware of them. Be very kind and gentle in every conversation that you have. But be confident. Don't back down just because people push back against you. You know, Scripture tells us that the, the servant of God has to be um must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, gently correcting them. And the hope of that is that God may open their eyes to the truth and they'll be freed from the snare of the devil. 
that is the attitude that we should take is this is the truth life is precious and we hope and we pray that by our advocacy those around us will receive that message and live it out for their good and for the good of everyone else in this society okay well sean i want to thank you for everything that you're doing uh everything that you've done everything that you're doing now and everything that uh you're going to be continuing to do with not just with undefeated courage but with the pro-life movement in general i mean you guys are really i mean you are uh, sidewalk counselors and even the pro-life pregnancy centers i always say you're on the front lines of this uh you're you're right there um taking the arrows but (laughs) but uh you're right there when when the women need you the most and uh that's extremely important and uh i'm very grateful to you all of you for for all you do again if you want more information about being involved you can check out undefeatedcourage.org you can also always go on our website at www.paprolife.com and uh, there's information there you can find information about the pregnancy centers that are uh, right in in your area you know these pregnancy centers they need people who are uh, talking to the women when they come in but they also need people who are going to mow their lawn and uh, sort supplies and and do all that kind of thing so uh, even if it's something behind the scenes if you're not comfortable right there talking to the women themselves there's all kinds of work behind the scenes that you can do Um, so I encourage our listeners to to go check that out I want to thank all of you for tuning in today and thank you again Sean for being here thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure take care